Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Hal from the Nation of Conversation. Want to help us out? You want to be our buddy? You want to tag with us? I'm going to tell you how to do that. You're going to go to Apple Podcasts. You see? Super easy, right? That's step one. Step two, five-star rating. That's even easier. Step two. Step three, leave us a review. Tell people why you like the show. Be like Holland Horse. That's, uh, sorry I got your name wrong, who says, excellent chemistry and wrestle talk. Give me a hell yeah! It's that easy. That's an easy step three. When you do that, you're doing two things. You're not only helping new people find the show and discover what they should love about the show, but guess what else is going to happen? The more reviews we get, the closer we get to that tights and fights merch y'all are clamoring for. There's one way to make it happen. I've laid out the ground plan. Now it's your time to execute, but do it after you listen to this episode, okay? Also, like, they can't do the, you can't do impersonations in text. You were like, give me a hell yeah. Well, it was, pr- I said gimme, and I assumed. Okay. Uh, you know what? I apologize, Holland Horse. You don't know that that's what he was for doing. Assuming. Is I it don't horse or whores? Horse? It's whores, <laughs> H-O-R-S. Holland Horse, if you hear me. Hor- <laughs> 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 I get that reference. Yeah. You understand it. Tights and Fights Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Daniel and this guy Mike Eagle is there as well. Tights and Fights Podcast. Tights and Time for the cast. <laughs> Tights and Fights is a wrestling podcast. I could do it for another half hour and it would be his entrance. Oh, rest in peace, Lemmy. <laughs> oh, rest in peace, Triple H. he's still alive. Is there breaking news? Okay, good. Aww. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with the sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm the master of the Haluva kick. Hal Lublin. I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, the brown jewel of wrestling, Danielle Radford. I'll take it. (laughs) It sounds like a poop jewel. That's the best one. Poop jewel! It's a chocolate diamond from... uh, De Beers. Yeah, from De Beers. Remember when they tricked people into thinking that those were super important and they paid a lot of money for them? Yeah, they still (laughs) take up a lot of ad space in fashion (laughs) magazines. And I'm like, this is the ugliest shit I've ever seen. It's just a fucked up diamond. (laughs) Hey, listeners, if you're wondering who that voice was that you just heard, that's the newest member of the nation, Fightingale the Nightingale, Katie Weller. Oh, I love that. I like the name. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, Thank you. When I did improv in uh, high school and college, they call, they did Katie, like, and then you had the nickname and then whatever. Yeah. And then it was Katie This Willert, like This Will Hurt. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's also a good burlesque Ooh. name. I like Ooh. it. Yeah. After last Sunday's fast laid show, we know without any doubt that the WWE Championship match at WrestleMania will be between AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh. <laughs> did they do, I feel like... If the WWE was doing a really good job storytelling, they would have made you feel like there was any chance that that match was not going to happen leading up to Fastlane. Did you feel that way? Because I didn't. I worried because sometimes, look, biffing happens. Sometimes things get biffed. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. So there's always like a low level sense of anxiety about like, please do the thing. You offered me the thing. You promised the thing. Please do the thing. Um, Like you don't know. But yeah, in this in this case, I was pleasantly surprised and they did the thing. 
Yeah, I feel like the the throwing in of the random curveball is something that I am consistently afraid of uh, with WWE because I know it we curves. all I know we all bitch and moan about like oh, okay we get we know what the arc is going to be we know where we're going to be at WrestleMania we know that the you know this this long overarching story is happening and like it's not super uh, exciting but then sometimes I just I'm afraid that they're going to be like yeah never mind. And I'm like, but all the work, <laughs> I feel like invested. My fear in that is not that the match was never going to happen. I'm more scared of how much time they're going to give them. Because I could very much see a scenario where they get like 10 to 15 minutes. And it's just done. And then it's done because they've got a stacked card and they've got to get to, they don't want the match to be too good because they have to put Brock Roman on last. There's no way in my mind that AJ Shinsuke closes the show. Uh, they ha- Vince, Which, won't, Vince won't do that. I know. We talked about it last week. They have to. They are not... They do themselves a disservice if they do not put that on last. I want to talk about the matches they had respectively. I thought that the six-pack challenge was great. Mm-hmm. It's hard to have all those people in a match together right. and not have a good match with the amount of time they had. I agree. I had a problem with Nakamura Rusev. Why? Here, here's why. I'll tell you why. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I got to fight with you on this. No, now. I don't want. I, I, I like both competitors. Katie, I don't think fight him. Okay. <laughs> I just knocked the mic over and yes, just please. punched him in the uh, stomach. Uh, oh, you win! <laughs> that was the <laughs> slowest, gummiest punch of just like goo. Oh, it still hurt. Like a fast one. <laughs> I, I like both of them. It just feels like their feet, like, first of all, the match had no build to it, really. It was kind of long. I was sitting there being like, why is this still, I liked it. It's Yeah, it's good, but there's no, it didn't have context, it didn't have enough context. It had, like, one kind of cool backstage thing, and that was it. And and Rusev deserves better, and Nakamura deserves better. And also, you know Rusev's going to lose, because they have to keep Nakamura looking, they have to keep him looking strong, because he's not on television a lot, and I think they've... It's. It doesn't feel like mystique anymore. It just feels like well, we don't know what to do with him, other than we know people want to see him wrestle AJ, and we know everyone will sing his theme song. I mean, we'll put him in pants that look like they're made of duct tape. I swear to God, every time this new striped outfit, I'm afraid that it's gonna just like, just tear. It's gonna be like one of those wallets that some shitty just, high yeah. school guy made out of duct tape. Someone like, was prom like, dress. Yeah. Someone was like selling those pants outside of like the pier. He's like, like, I like, want the- where he's surfing. $20, $20 for these for these duct tape pants. Let's shift to the main event, the other uh, the other match involving a main event or a WrestleMania main event. I swear, I, I swear I think they're going to open the show. Uh, this in particular, this this I thought was the best moment of the main event, which was Shane McMahon costing both Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn huh? the WWE Championship in rapid succession. On SmackDown, Shane had an update to follow up on that. Here's a clip. Because effective immediately after tonight's show, I'm taking an indefinite leave of absence as SmackDown Live's commissioner. Commissioner. (laughs) I rolled my ankle with my pair of Jordans. But before I do, I'm here to make one specific and special matchup. (laughs) It will be Kevin Owens taking on Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn. At WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Well, you know what? My, my shoe if you're was injured. Based all your decisions on what these people think, then thank God you are leaving. Ooh. You guys still baffle me. 
I just gave you the opportunity You're gonna have a match at WrestleMania against each other. Face Isn't each that other. enough? Which many people don't get. And we're gonna have some waffles. Many people don't get. The grandest stage of them all. I can't wait for you guys to wrestle yeah, WrestleMania. WrestleMania. And we think you'll appreciate this And the winner will too. fight my new Yeezys. Oh. <laughs> Sammy Zayn from behind. Oh, is it Zane? Lay How did beat Linda McMahon Shane and Vince McMahon, McMahon give birth to Robert Smigel? <laughs> That's what happens when you mix um, Linda McMahon and Vince McMahon. You what comes out is just the personification of every black comedian doing a white guy voice. <laughs> Did she deliver Shane into a Lou Malnati's deep dish pizza, <laughs> and that's why he sounds like that? <laughs> you guys are gonna face off at WrestleMania. I know. I'm gonna eat this beef sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I know we'll probably talk about this later, uh, but man, Vince McMahon, his voice. It's like there's a tiny monster in his throat that just is getting more and more powerful. Like, I don't know how his voice has gotten lower and, like, gravelier, and yeah. it sounds like it's coming from somewhere far away. Well, have you ever read There's a Monster at the End of This Book? <laughs> that Sesame Street book? Yeah. Where at the end, it's like, oh, it's Grover. And that's what's happening with his throat. There's a monster at the end of that throat. And as he gets further along in his years, that monster is just coming up. It'll just be Grover. But like the Predator where he opens his mouth and then Grover just pops up. Oh. Uh, but uh, before we move off of, of Shane and Sammy and Kevin, I just want to play a clip of his best sell job in 20 years of wrestling. Here it is. There it is. Hello, nurse. It reminds oh. me of the grapes. Yeah. The lady trying to crush the grapes and she falls down. Can you, yeah. Can you, uh, Julian, can you play the grape lady, please? There it is. It makes me nauseous every time I hear it because I know that kind. I bump my elbow a lot. And that like is the type of like almost throw up pain that you have where you're just like, oh. Uh. Yeah, the yeah. only thing that makes it okay for me is being like, she got workers come. Yeah, yeah, she's fine. <laughs> she came out of this all right. Yeah, she, she came, lived. She came out of this okay. She got the wind knocked out of her, maybe mm-hmm. punctured her lungs. Fine. Got wine out of the foot wine out of the deal. Yeah, <laughs> but I hope that their match is a uh, bunch of grapes on a pole match. <laughs> Have they ever done? I feel like they should do like an I Love Lucy grape stomping <laughs> yeah. match. And the, and the three of them are in the ring, and then Shane's like, now how do we do? Is it whoever stomps the most? It's whoever stomps the most juice. There are the way. All right, and stop. I can't breathe. Fastlane also confirmed that we've got a WWE SmackDown women's match for WrestleMania. Asuka will face Charlotte for the SmackDown title. You think you'll enjoy this more than the potential Asuka versus Alexa Bliss match? Or is this out of necessity because you can't have her and Ronda Rousey on the same roster. Or, I'm you know, so into this. I am too. I'm, I'm into it. so into this. More than you would have been for Alexa? Yes. Yeah, see, yeah. that's the thing. Is I like want the best. Athleticism, it's WrestleMania. I mean, I'm not a huge Charlotte Flair fan, but I respect her immensely, and yeah. I think that her and Oscar together is going to be a beautifully physical thing. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's going to be amazing. <laughs> um, I think that, you know, obviously we missed Asuka and um, Charlotte Flair didn't get to meet in NXT and like do any things. So yeah, no, I'm super ready for it. I want best versus best. And I love Alexa. This is not to take away anything from how good she is, but just like, as a wrestler, Charlotte is better. better. As and- an overall performer, Alexa comes very close. And I feel like, yeah. 
it, it that's not a match that I want to see an enter like an entertaining match in terms of like because that's what I think of when I think of as Alexa Bliss is the trash talk is the what you know like she is the bravado yes being a coward running away yeah. I don't want a coward running away I want someone who's going to like take strong fight. style and right. try to put it back in your face so the other side of that now is we have Alexa versus Nia Jax mm-hmm. I want to talk about what they did right and then we can talk about what they did wrong uh, I think the idea that that the room was set up for an interview and the mic and camera were left running gave us a credible reason why we would catch her betraying Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. However, we talked about this, I think, last week uh, about the, the idea that we didn't want... We were hoping, especially given Alexa Bliss's own uh, issues that she's had uh, with bulimia, that they wouldn't go the route of Nia Jax is overweight or she's a different body type. Right. And they went with it right away. Does that ruin it for you, Danielle? Yes, it's completely ruined. And first of all, I have never worked in a single place where like just the camera and the mic are just fucking on. Yeah, which it means never... it was an act, such an active decision to make that the actual thing that they talk. Which about. is fine. I, I get at least they tried to explain it, like suspension of disbelief. As a performer, I'm like me, but it's fine. Right. But okay, so let's talk about this dumb thing they did. I don't know why. For them, this makes it more powerful than this was my best friend. We are best friends on Facebook. We are best friends on Instagram. We are best friends on Tote Steve's. Um, But I never loved her and I'm using her and she sucks and she's a loser and she's just to get me to where I'm going. Why is it more powerful to also be like, oh, and also she has a fat body? Right. You know, that that's the thing that every male friendship storyline in WWE plays off of those same things and it's just I don't know why there's that block to be able to be like that same thing can happen between women right and and I I understand the thinking because um because Nia Jax is a plus size model because Nia Jax is obviously fucking gorgeous which helps I do think if she was like not as fucking immensely pretty as she was they might not risk it um because then it but but because she's so pretty they're like oh she'll recover and also she's a body positivity active but like why can't that be what she does on her off time and that this is why i never wanted them to talk about darren young being gay because this is what i didn't fucking want and why does it have to be this thing about big and little was like a joke thing. Why does this suddenly now have to be what the heat is focused on? It's unnecessary. It doesn't make me hate Alexa. It makes me like this is one of those things where it's like I do not trust them to do it well. I don't know that they're not going to pull a Booker T versus Triple H. And it makes me resent the company. It does not make me resent Alexa Bliss. And that's where we start to get into problems. Right. Because I know that some people are going to at me or be in my mentions like, well, when dudes are little, they talk about how little dudes are. Yeah. And guess what? Those dudes that they might call quote unquote little have their own fucking show. Right. Yeah. If you're going to respond to this with a yeah, but maybe just keep it in your drafts folder and then (laughs) delete your fucking Twitter account. All right. um, God, I hate that I have two of these I have to go on today. (laughs) Couple more SmackDown title matches. First, uh, the U.S. title. Tan beat uh, other Tan. I'm just trying to get the Tan (laughs) wallpaper. Two pieces of Tan (laughs) wallpaper met in the middle of the ring. The match was good. They're both good workers. It was fine. It was a decent match. Right? It just feels like... uh, you know, like early, this, this is, I'm very relatable. You know, early Gumby shorts where it's just like a oh, bunch yeah. of geometric shapes? 
It's like yeah. two white clay cubes Just joined together and make a bigger. Except one of them's wearing a robe. One of them's wearing a robe and has more defined abs than the other. The other one do, uh, does one thing that people like. And so, you know how has no character um, development anymore. You know how sometimes you're like, I'm gonna have uh, oatmeal, and to spice it up, I'm also gonna have an egg white. (laughs) No butter, no grease on it. Bad. If you're being bad, so you know it's it's the battle of oatmeal versus, and one of those oatmeal, you know, and one of that, the one of those, it does have like maybe some peanut butter, maybe like a couple of things, and then tiny dinos in it. Yeah, just little tiny dinos, Mm -hmm. maybe, and that's kind of good. And then you know the egg white. Um, breaks his arm while taking the trash out. It's just, it's just, it's, it's not even. I wish I could say that it was like eating my vitamins to get to the other stuff, but it's not even like that. It's just like, oh, I guess I gotta just take care of myself. This yeah, it's week. like just eating eat. all the tasty good stuff off the top of the salad, but then like feeling like you need to finish like yeah. the yeah. romaine underneath. Or it. like when your tummy hurts because you ate too much good food, and the next day you're like, ah, oh, I gotta go on the brat diet. It's just all <laughs> applesauce and rice for me. It's the guy who finally puts a button down under his sweater that is like, I'll bet you people are going to go crazy when they see this. <laughs> they only expect me to be in a sweater, but I'm going to throw a fucking button down underneath. <laughs> Somebody's going to have to wipe all these brains off the floor. Oh, look at this. Now it's a vest. So <laughs> what? looks like we're going towards Jinder Mahal versus Randy Orton versus Bobby Roode for we the U.S. It. title. We did it. Uh, and that is all we need to say about that. Let's move along. <laughs> Uh, we saw the Bludgeon Brothers interrupt the Usos versus New Day for the SmackDown tag titles. First of all, another great match by both teams. I agree. And I didn't mind the, uh, not a dusty finish, I didn't mind the, the run-in at the end by the Bludgeon Brothers. It made sense. Right. And the, yeah. the attack was, like, the perfect amount of brutal. It made them, like, it sold them. All the, the, Really, the only people they've been beating are enhancement talent. Yes. Right. And occasionally the Ascension or Brizongo, but and like I'm ready for them to go over. I am yeah. so I'm ready right. for it. Like I I believed them when they were the Wyatts. I know we make fun of the Bludgeon Brothers twin cane costumes, but like I am ready for them to to. I haven't given up on them because I know that both of those dudes are incredibly talented, and I know they can make me believe that they are monsters. I'm so I'm excited. just waiting for it. I'm yeah. excited to see them again. My favorite moment of that is when literally they hopped up into the ring, and they and there were the chairs and the the fucking mallets, and the ref just literally dove. Like I don't think I've ever seen a ref like get out of the ring that fast. Literally between I think between the second and third ropes, dude just like fl- no, thank you. flung himself Woo. out of the ring. Bye. It was beautiful. Okay, bye. Uh, <laughs> you guys have fun. Bye. Wh- what kind of match? It seems like the card for WrestleMania is filled with a lot of triple threats at this point. Oh, they always do. Threat. We know how this. U.S. is a triple threat. This tag. Uh, you know, two dudes goes away threat. for WrestleMania. What stipulation would you add to this match to make it stand out, or does it need one? <sighs> I got one. Give me steel cage. Put them all in a steel cage. Yeah, where they can't escape and they're all beating the crap out of each other yeah. with mallets and shit. You know, I Usos and both do guys well. have to have to escape all Kendo, all Kendo of them, sticks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Ooh, somebody like her. Kendo sticks. I do, I do. I get I it. Ever Kendo since sticks. I saw Steve Blackman use the first one, I was like unnecessarily impressed because it was gimmick to break like explode immediately. When I saw that, I was like, why is pro wrestling using the sticks that hold newspapers at the library? <laughs> Cannot convince me that that is not what kendo sticks are, and that they were like, just put a rubber band at the top, and we can smack each other with them. They 
explode so good. They do. They just look like they're made of the stuff that like all of my parents and auntie's chairs were made out of. <laughs> <laughs> like, some good patio, solid patio, yeah, like lanai furniture. Yeah, just yeah. like some really nice, you know those chairs that, that Freeman sat in when he did those like Black Panther portraits? <laughs> 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 like those. Um, also, the, the mallet. Can we hammers is bad? Oh, it's fine. Um, I guess Triple are H the, is the are only they? Are they mallets? Are they hammers? Yeah, they're big. They're big mallets. They're big wooden mallets. Uh, Triple H is the only one who gets to have a fucking hammer. It's fine. Um, I just think calling them when you call them mallets, they just look like they're building something in an RPG. <laughs> yeah, they're in Minecraft trying to like make a sheep into a bed, and you're like, all right. <laughs> they're they're building a railroad from WrestleMania to SummerSlam. <laughs> Bludgeon Brothers, we're going to the And then they move over and just spike. spike. Yeah. But yeah, you're not wrong. You know what? I would I would enjoy very much seeing that match in a cage. Yeah. Good call, Halbert. Thank you. And maybe with kendo sticks. Sure. Couple library sticks. <laughs> Get those news- newspapers. Leave the newspapers on them. Yeah, paper yeah. cuts. Paper cuts. Yeah, paper cuts. And mm. smoogy paint. Do you do like a paper smoogy cut on a pole match? You get ink in your Just cut. like you're grabbing it. It's like, ow. <laughs> ow. Oh, ow. Oh, God. Ow. That hurts my, my hands. What's black and white and red all over? Eric Rowan's face after he gets hit with that newspaper stick. <laughs> Let's get to Raw, which is right in the middle of its own build, to Roman Reigns versus uh. Brock Lesnar, where the Universal Champ no-showed again. I got to say. That's fine. I, I like the fact that they... Like, they figured out how to get Roman over as a babyface. He's taking a position that a lot of fans, including myself, right. have, not towards Brock, but towards how he's booked. And then having him butt heads with Vince McMahon as a result, to me, feels like the right move. And I know they tried to push this around Survivor Series mm-hmm. two years ago, um, the initial coronation of Roman Reigns. It didn't really work then. Now it feels a lot more natural, and I feel like we're in a place where we're ready for it. Yeah, he's the everyman, the voice of the the universe, which I I do like. I loved fucking Vince bearing the lead on that when he comes out of the office, and he's just like, and then he's like, by the way, he's also suspended. And you're like, wait, hold on, why didn't just listen to you for five minutes ramble on and on about know your role and shut your mouth? Did he, I he should have come out with a huge black eye. <laughs> Because Roman punched him in his damn face. Or just like a bloody, right down his forehead. Yeah, like, a bloody trickle. Okay, but then he would have had to have stayed for the entire show, and you know that he taped that at like 3.30. <laughs> yeah, Renee Young's like, what, I gotta get through makeup now? And it's like, yeah, Vince wants to do this. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. It doesn't matter, whatever. <laughs> it's I fun. love it. They'll give me a bruise, and it'll be on my eye. And it'll punch me in the face. <laughs> um, That's a scary good impression. Oh, thank you. Uh, we also had a bigger taste of the Hardy compound for next week's. It's next week is the ultimate it's deletion. It's next fucking week, babies. Wah, 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 wah. Delete. Here's Delete. a clip. My woken father has been assembled. Queen Rebecca. Yes. King Maxwell. Yes. Lord Wolfgang. Senior Vinjavan and Vanguard One. Together, we shall banish Sister Abigail's rotten soul from the vessel known as Bray Wyatt. Welcome to the Hardy. I'm me too. I have me too. Super chills. And it is here, Bray Wyatt, where I sentence you to the ultimate. My ASMR is kicking in. (laughs) 
All right, I'm fucking done. I quit. Oh, I don't care. No, no, no. I'll take this. We I'll both, take this. We both just got goosebumps with that I, promo. My ASMR kicked in. It was amazing. So, <laughs> okay. You know, this... Sorry, Scarred. Oh, I'm ready. Honestly, this... The way I feel about the w- w- Woken Man Hardy is that, like, how I felt with Bray Wyatt a while ago, Four right? years ago? When it was like the new, when he went, right, before he new, looked new. like he was spit out of a hot topic when he was still wearing like a Hawaiian shirt and the fedora or whatever. Yeah. Like I would, I, I actually had an emotional visceral reaction to like the build and the mm. story and the mythos. And uh, I mean, for me, like, and I, that's what I picked for my last thing, whatever my last clip is, but like the journey for the Hardys from last WrestleMania to now is like, it's just it's it's like I know you are not a fan, but to me that's like a good arc, a good wrestling, a good WWE arc. Well, we'll find out in five days, I'm one way or the other. Uh, so, <laughs> excuse me. So moving back to WrestleMania, we all know that Roman Reigns has a dance partner. One person who did not have one is John Cena, but he did take the mic to make an announcement we've all been expecting. Here's a clip. This is awesome. Let's go, Roman! <laughs> Wait a second. What's the worst that could happen? Like, if I did the thing right now that I wasn't supposed to do? Well, screw it. I challenge The Undertaker to a match at WrestleMania. <laughs> It's fine. Great promo. <clears throat> I mean, he is captivated. I watched that whole damn thing and listened yeah. to his every. I love when he went and got a bit, drank some beer with that guy. That's fun. I don't know. I just was so happy with how it ended last yeah. WrestleMania. You were? I was. You were happy with him sinking into the like that part. The uh, yeah, the, I was happy with the, the Undertaker. No, 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 no. And it went. And I've and I talked about that. Uh, last last year, but what I'm right. talking about is like the the finality of like the jacket and the gloves, and it was like all very poetic. And I just yeah, I don't need this. I don't. I really don't want it. I really legitimately yeah, don't. Like want it. I don't know what and I it, don't want it, especially if the rumors were true that last year it was like he physically could not continue going on. But he had his hip. He had the hip replacements. Yeah, so but that doesn't mean be go better. fucking keep wrestling. You have a. F- hey, <laughs> you have the hip replacement so you can continue walking. Well, yeah. Mick Foley was taking that dick suplex from Joey Ryan <laughs> right after he got it. Like it was it's like it's a dick suplex. That was how he got out of the hospital. He just walked out the front door, <laughs> took a dick suplex out of the concrete. And he, uh, but that wasn't WrestleMania. He didn't take a dick suplex. Ex- it wasn't even. WrestleMania, you just take your dick suplexes. <laughs> WrestleMania, you show up to get the dick suplex with the replaced hip. I'll, I'll say this much. Oh, I, oh. I have to jump in because I need to hear this because I'd rather see Undertaker go out like a badass with one more win than see him just basically die. You know, I don't want to yeah. see the Undertaker. I, that can't be the last image of the Undertaker. And I swear, can't. I think that's, like, that's what's not go- cool. I think that's what's going to happen. I'm curious to see how they play it. Uh, I would be fine with that because of all things considered. If Kid Rock's there and all this shit is going on, it's yeah, like if fine. If we're going to let him go out on his own terms, ju- then it just have it be just a fucking come in, kill him, be gone. Yeah. Uh, disappear in a puff of smoke. Yeah. And be done. Well, we'll see. Run over him with a motorcycle (laughs) and be done.
Uh, one last big development from Raw. There was a tag team battle royale to determine the number one contenders for WrestleMania, which was won by Braun Strowman. Ha, I love it. This is not, this would, if he wins at WrestleMania, correct me if I'm wrong, it would not be the first time one person has held the tag titles. So I feel like at some point there was a tag team, might have been like Austin Michaels, where one of them walked out, so the other defended. I think right. Austin might have mm. been tag champs by himself. Briefly, who's in charge of the fonts on his promos? It's my my favorite issue. It's, it's like every, there, fists, yeah. blah blah, <laughs> and it's like every Someone like highlighted word. Instagram filter. <laughs> I love him so much. Yeah, he's so he's fantastic. Much. Are you? Does let's say he goes and wins by himself. How much? To what extent is that shitting on the actual tag, tag division? Team. I mean, it could just be a thing where he wins it at WrestleMania and then the next like weak loses it immediately you know who would be a good person to run in and cause in the tag titles the monday after wrestlemania samoa joe yeah i agree samoa joe put it out there if you're listening give me the book motherfuckers close us out here uh, now to close us out we've had another week of nxt 205 live and the mixed match challenge have either of you seen anything that you want to highlight that captured your attention if the answer is no that's okay um, Mixed Match Challenge this week was very good. Mm-hmm. Lana looking, I think, the best that she's ever looked in that match. Um, you know, it was Rusev versus Robert. Um, <laughs> versus Rob. And that's always fine, and we've seen that before. But it was nice um, to see. I mean, obviously, she was going to get killed. But it was nice to see her get in, get in some shit. It was nice. I uh, only watch Raw and SmackDown because when I started watching, I was watching, like, 12 hours of wrestling a week and I was like I gotta something's gotta give yep. <laughs> so I do not watch any yeah no I'm, I'm working too much now I used to watch everything and now I have to like be really choosy which is Same. a bummer yeah thanks to Swag IQ playswagiq.com oh god I'm uh, busy a lot of evenings now do it. Do it. if you've got any thoughts on the weekend wrestling keep the conversation going at facebook.com slash group slash tights fights or at tights fights on twitter <laughs> when we come back we'll talk about a person who's one of the most beloved figures in wrestling as long as you've never looked her up on the internet. That's up next on Tights and Fights. Hi, I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott, and we're the host of Everything's, Everything's Coming, Coming Up, Up Simpsons. Simpsons. We are a Simpsons podcast brand new to the Maximum Fun Network, and every episode we cover a different episode of The Simpsons um, that is a favorite of our special guests. We've had guests that are showrunners and writers and voice actors like Nancy Cartwright, all people that have worked on The Simpsons, and we've also had guests like Weird Al and people that are on the Max Fun Network already. And each week we will talk to a very cool guest about their favorite episode, and it is so much fun. So if you like The Simpsons, come listen to Everything's Coming up Simpsons. All right, smell you later. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Loveland. I'm joined in the booth by Danielle Radford and Katie Willard. Every week we like to... Like Every that. week, we like to give something from the world of wrestling a little extra attention. This is our main event. Let's get ready to rock. Whoa. Oh. This week, WWE announced a new match for WrestleMania in the same vein as the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. Only, or Battle Royal? It's Battle Royal. Royale with cheese. <laughs> I just, <laughs> in the same vein as the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. 
Only this match would be in memoriam to one star whose crimes against people and wrestling are among the worst in history. Here's a clip. Growing up the youngest of five children, Mary Lillian Ellis rose to be one of the greatest pioneers for women's athletics as the fabulous moolah. WWE is honored to pay tribute to the historic legacy of the Fabulous Moolah at this year's WrestleMania with the introduction of the Fabulous Moolah Memorial Battle Royal. Superstars from all brands are eligible to compete in this historic first time ever match. I think I just rolled my eyes so hard they're now like inside of my ears. We're honoring civil rights with the Jeffrey Beauregard Sessions <laughs> Memorial Battle Royal. Danielle? The Von Eric Father of the Year Award. Oh, Father of the Year Award. Oh, man. It's uh, just so... Yeah. It's, JBL's Be a Star Battle Royal. Uh, Do I mean, I get that they try and bury shit, like, in the mid-90s. I could get why. Like, they, they could actually yeah. have some control over, like the dissemination of information, but you can't ignore what can't an know. awful human being the Fabulous Moolah was. So uh. I feel like there are a lot of people who are not aware of uh. Moolah's crimes against humanity. Danielle, will you please catch us up? Give us a little history lesson. Okay, well, um, we'll go ahead and start with um, there have been many wrestlers who have come out and alleged um, that Moolah was known for mistreating her female wrestlers that she was training. One thing um, that has been alleged by many folks was that when you would come to work at her school, first of all, she wouldn't train you herself. She would have other students train you, and the new people, students, and those students would not be paid to train. So you weren't really being trained by like a super pro. You were being trained by her students because she didn't want anybody as good as her. Secondly, it was alleged that if you um, were part of her school, you had to live on her property and rent from her, which was more money that you're giving her out of your checks. She would also say that she would have to be your manager, so you would give her at least 25 to 30 percent of everything you booked. She would send women on the road by themselves um, with the understanding that um, you were there to please, please bookers. Um, so essentially, she do was pimping out yep. women wrestlers to bookers and to other talent. She was essentially like a, Fraud. Like a yeah. oil bear. Baron, mm-hmm. yeah. or like a coal Monopoly, baron, yeah. where it was right. like, you, you got to buy everything from the general store. It's and like, you and it's like how bucks. Donald Trump goes and plays golf at Mar-a-Lago, mm-hmm. and then the taxpayers have to pay for the rooms that are, you know, in that Secret Service are taking yeah, up, which like, means that then taxpayers are paying him. Triple and quadruple dipping. Oh, and I also forgot the other part, which is that uh, many people have also alleged that if you wanted to work with Moolah, who... She was one of the biggest trainers, so you thought you had to. You might have to fuck her and her husband. So. But she's beloved. And people have gone on record, so it's not like this is all, like, rumor. Hush, hush, right. And it's unfortunate, I mean, because we think of, like, the female superstars are, like, with the crop that is out now are, like, so amazing. And it just, it always really, it it bothers me to, like, now those two things are tied together. Right. Why is it that WWE will not mention China, who whose greatest crime was being fucked over by the company, which led her down a path of substance abuse, and she made some choices she might not have made otherwise. I'm not saying the choices that she made or the films that she made are, are inherently evil or anything like that, but she she wasn't family friendly. Then you've got Baroness von Fuckhammer, who is ripping people off, treating them essentially like sex slaves, and is a is a 
uh, a pimp for them or a madam, whatever term you right. use. Why is she not swept under the rug? What's missing? What's missing from this equation? Because this is what happens when you <clears throat> repeatedly abuse women. You know, you talk about the Me Too movement. We talk about the Time's Up movement. We talk about the fact that women, we, we don't believe women when they say that they have been victims um, of sexual harassment, of um, being abu sexually abused. With Moolah, part of it is, is I just don't think they want to redact that much of their women's history because she was it's all so of It's so inexplicably their... tied to Every piece yeah. is tied to her. It right. was uh, such a big part, by design, by her design, of their women's history. And also, we just flat out plumb don't fucking believe women. And also, if we start digging into moolah and what she did to women, we've also got to start asking some questions about who these male promoters were who were availing themselves of moolahs and what did they know. Right. And that's when you start talking about, well, who was around back then, who's still, still around, around now. Right. Yeah, I mean, it, it's that thing of, of... I got so mad I sounded like fucking early 80s rap. Right, right, right. <laughs> if, you, if you hold women back and keep the, the entry level for them very high, then, and you only have like six women you can pick from, then we get into this. And that's the thing is like if you have more women... Because women are humans, and they're they're evil humans, and they're good humans, yes. and they're people in between. But if you have more women... You're not, you're, you know, your biggest woman is not going to be a monster. Do you know what I mean? You have more people right. to pick from, more role models. And the thing is, is you did, they didn't have to name it after her. They could have come up with some other title for it that doesn't look bad. If they're going to just straight up ignore the fact and hope that nobody Googles... Then, right. then just look forward and just... Yeah, you... don't name it after anyone. I understand that we had the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale, and that's interesting, but you just don't even have to name it after anyone. Right. You can just, like, not name it. You know, you can give it any other... It turns out there's a lot of fucking words in the English language. You can, like, pick one. The, the terrible name aside, how much of a step forward, or is it a step forward, to have a match like this for women on the WrestleMania card... It'll be fun. It's I great. Mean, it did, I, we already we did already have a women's Royal Rumble. I am interested sure. to to see. How, I do think because they've always kind of had these throw all the women into one match things. Yeah. But now we actually have the chance for a competitive version of one of those. So I'm kind of into it um, because this this can be competitive because there are so many great competitors right now. So right. that's exciting. Anything that gets them out there and seen and that the audience can be like, oh, this is just as interesting as two men wrestling is mm -hmm. only going to be better for the brand and better for women's wrestling in the right. future. So, like, sure, any opportunity we can have to see female superstars, like, I'm down. Uh, to wrap up the segment, who do you pick to win the first uh, battle royal? Ember Moon. Ember Moon? Okay. Yeah, I might have to go Ember Moon, too. I think Ember Moon. I'm going to go Becky Lynch because she needs a win. I, she does need a win. You she ain't needs, lying. She needs a win. I think that she's, I think Becky might be our, she might do our Sasha this time where she winds up being someone who stays in the longest. I don't think she'll win though. All right. Because they got a prime ember to come up. Yeah. Because remember, superstar shake, super star shake, super superstar shakeup happens right afterwards, and I'm yeah, going to some... I'm going to go ahead and say that she's going to get called up. She I has some you... catching up to do. You could have her lose, but get screwed by someone, and that'll be enough reason to bring her up. Right. I think you that would be put her, put her yeah. over. Yeah. yeah. Put her oh, over. Oh, I do. Man, I do just love. I love. 
that awesome wiping of the slate, but also creating of new new. It's very exciting. If you've got any thoughts on Moolah or the Women's Battle Royal, let us know about them at facebook.com slash group slash tightsfights or at tightsfights on Twitter. When we come back, we'll have three things from the world of wrestling that you should know about. That's up next on Tights and Fights. Uh, either way, we're now on the Max Fun Network, and uh, I would like it if you checked it out. Uh, it's a lot less professional than what you're hearing right now. Um, <laughs> speaking of not as professional, I just it's a minute. I no, I just I just hit record just <laughs> twenty seconds ago. Oh. So we got the end of that. So just give us what the head again. Say? All right, hey, my name's Jonah well, Ray. My, my, no, it doesn't matter, Neil. My name is Jonah Ray. Uh, this is uh, I have a podcast uh, called Jonah Radio with my friends Cash. Oh, and you gave your credits Neil. at the top. Um, no, it wasn't recorded. That's exactly what he just said. Now you got to do your credits. Where do people know you from? <sighs> Forget it. Listen to Jonah Radio on MaxFun.org. I'm Hal Ludwin. I'm joined today by... Danielle Radford. And... Katie Willard. Hi! Every week we end the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is the three and or four, sometimes five, never six. Okay, sometimes six. Count. Now, Danielle, I know you have to get out of here. I have to leave. So I assume you have one thing to I put over? I only have one. All right, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Um, so as you guys know, for the Mix Mash Challenge, they are doing their kind of like second chance um, where we can vote on whichever group crew we would like to see come back in. They've all been doing some really like kind of fun stuff. Um, but obviously the funnest, if you've seen it, was... New Day slash Carmella's Second Chance video. Um, the whole thing is really long, but Xavier also put up a clip. Um, I'm not sure which one Julian pulled, but what? let's listen. What's wrong? Well, I just had a right dance party, and I couldn't even participate because I don't have the chest. I just, Carmella, I'm all sternum. Oh, oh, oh Okay, so after this and after Peck Dance Party, it then becomes a version of Biggie Smalls and um, Oscar nominee Mary J. Blige's hit song, One More Chance. Um, and Carmela's wearing a Kango hat. It's fucking amazing, and it is so worth watching. And that's only about like 30 seconds of the whole video. The whole video is long, but that 30 seconds is like gold, and it's really fun, and it just it reminds me of how good Carmela is when she's good and how I wish she was used more. Fantastic. All right, get out of here. I, I got to go. I got to go talk about, I don't know, what, whatever fucking thing. Comic books. Thank you. I never remember. Comic books, movies, I don't know. Bye. <laughs> when does this go up? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, yay. Tomorrow. Reed. Oh, hi. Katie, you're up next. What do you want to put over? Uh, okay, I know people probably watch this all the time, but I watch it at least once a week because it still makes my arm hair stand on end, and mm -hmm. that is uh, the Hardy Boys' entrance into WrestleMania where someone missed a sound cue and it took forever for their music to start playing. Ah, the sound of silence. I know, right? There it is. What? Oh, my! you got to be kidding me! It's yeah. just... I feel it. And like, are about to be broken. Uh, I love it. 
use a drone or two, though. Do you know? I I just I had started I started watching wrestling uh, prior to WrestleMania last year, so like a year and a half ago, and um, I was in a room with a bunch of people who had been watching wrestling their whole lives. Um, and when that happened, like there had been murmurs because they were like fucking tailgating at some like outside in like some parking lot, and people were like the Hardys <laughs> are here or whatever. And then when they showed up, just to watch people lose their minds because if you look at every single person in the audience like grown men are like oh my god i can't believe it and it's just like i don't know i feel like if i ever need to like get pumped up i just watch that hell yeah hell yeah (laughs) uh i'm gonna put over my favorite feud in all of wrestling which is bruce pritchard v dave Meltzer. Uh, on something to wrestle on a recent episode, i'm i'm in the backlog right now this is undertaker 95 96 to 97 uh, at a certain point, they've been discussing how Dave Meltzer always reports something that's inaccurate and then says plans change. Uh, and Bruce goes on an epic rant mocking that, which you can hear money. right now. Do you remember there being any sort of heat on Mark for coming in with such a big contract? Well, he didn't have that big of a contract, and Meltzer's numbers, as usual, were incorrect. So um, there was rumor you know, everybody's talking, oh, Vince signed this guy to, to a 10-year deal for all this money. And that just wasn't true. So, but, you know, when Meltzer would report it, yeah, got a shitload of heat on Mark and got a shitload of heat on, on everybody. Because when you compare it, and say, well, wait a minute, I've been busting my ass all these years. And this guy comes in and hasn't had one wrestling match and is making all this money. So, you know, that rumor and innuendo uh, definitely hurt Mark big time because people believed it. And it, you know, just simply wasn't true. There it is. Shade, shade, shade. I love shade and drama that doesn't involve me. That does it for Tights and Fights. We are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. This week, our hosts were Daniel Radford and Katie Willard, along with me, Hal Lublin. Katie, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. This Here's a fun little backstory for a little inside baseball for people who don't know. Katie and I uh, met prior one time. Once. Uh, guests on another podcast together, the Best of Friends podcast. Yeah, shout out to Aaron Mallory Long. Yeah. So apparently we can only meet when there are microphones between us. Yes. But tell everybody uh, where they can find you, what they should watch, listen to, go to. You can find me on Twitter at K-A-W-I-L-L-E-R-T. And same with Instagram. There you go. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to plug Swag IQ again. It is a fun live trivia game show that you play on your mobile phone. It's every uh, Sunday through Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern time. I write it. I produce it. I direct it. We have great hosts, and it is real money being given away uh, to real people just like you. Go to PlaySwagIQ.com. Our producer is the star of 155 Live, Julian Burrell. Are you really 155 pounds? Yeah, I fluctuate between that and 165. I hate you so much. I hate you so much. So is the 165 when you've been hitting the weights more? what I eat a lot more, yeah. Yeah, but you're also lifting weights. That dude has probably got like a 12-pack under that shirt. He'll never let us see. He'll never let us see. I'm very interested. Now I'm curious. Because I like the beauty of the human body. How many push-ups can you do before in a row? Uh, at my peak, I can probably do about like, probably do about 70. Oh, damn! My boy is ripped! <laughs> 
Senior producer of Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagle is the voice behind our theme music, so we're putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long at facebook.com slash group slash tightsfights and at tightsfights on Twitter. And if you love the show, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Share us with all your friends. I done told you up top. Now I'm telling you again, it's three steps, and that's two ways you can help the show get even better. Thank you so Thank you so much to all the Maximum Fun members who throw part of their monthly donation towards this show. Keep the lights on whenever we're in the studio. We'll be back next week for even more, you guessed it, wrestling. Ties and Bites Podcast. Ties and Bites. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.